0: Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Bobby Witt Jr. signs a big old extension with the Royals. Altuve signs an extension with the Astros. And Kershaw stays in LA! Welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. Trevor Plouf is here. BBD behind the dish. Jake is in bed. Not feeling well. Everyone message him and say, Hope you feel better. Hope you feel better, big guy. That's that's all. Don't say anything else. Everyone, tweet at Jake. Hope you feel better, big guy. And that's <laughs> all you need to say. <laughs> Uh, this episode is so insulting. Yeah, it is like a bad way to say it, right? This episode's brought to you by SeatGeek. We've got the hookup. Use code Talking for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. It's $20 off your first purchase with promo code Talking. You can click the link in the description to download the app where you can find over 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including, including sports, concerts, festivals, and more. And they always want to make sure you're getting a good deal. So when you're on the app, look for the green dots. That means good. Red, like the Red Sox, means bad. Every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee, and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. So that's code talking over there. Trev, how you doing?
1: James Beavers, I'm doing great. Um, Sad to hear about our friend Jake. Yes, he needs all those tweets and comments uh, calling him big guy. That's the best thing. Um, I'm excited to talk uh, on this episode because we're talking about guys getting rewarded or a great play on the baseball field. Organizations stepping up, which I like to see. Uh, a little bit of Kershaw news, which was kind of inevitable. So I'm doing well. I also am playing under the weather today, but I'm just built a little different than Jake. I'm, I'm here after oral surgery yesterday. How about that?
0: Oh, you had your uh, jawline redone?
1: Yeah. Uh, this Travis Kelsey thing, I'm trying to be like an impersonator. I think I can make some money now on the side <laughs> doing that, so. Completely I'm going to get some creatine in me, too, because I'm looking a little skinny for Trev.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, what did you have done? Teeth
1: removed? No, I had an implant put in, uh, so I'm finally going to get this tooth like that I uh, had extracted. I'll have a fake tooth put in in three months. It's been the longest process ever, James. It's, been, it's really hurt my ego a little bit. I don't know if you guys have noticed. I
0: haven't been the same confident Trev for the last, like, six months. What tournament was it in the warehouse that I didn't have a tooth for? Do you remember?
2: Oh, you were toothless.
0: Was that floorball?
1: You've had some teeth. Yeah,
0: yeah you I've, I've you gone through go it with teeth. Play. It might have been, been Blitzball Battle 3. Yeah,
1: I just remember when you man, went on ESPN for the first time.
0: You right. <laughs> had the biggest, fattest face. Botched a botched. Uh, I've had three root canals because I got – they started in California, but I had to fly home. So then they said, oh, no, they'll finish it in in New York. What and um, I had to pay full price for both. That was bullshit. So I had, and that was all my money. So it was uh, ten thousand dollars, five thousand each, and that was my bank account at the time. So I had to push off buying Katie an engagement ring.
1: Holy and, yeah, I mean no
0: dental. Obviously. Do you remember that Holy we were yes. in the Bronx office and I was like, I can't. If my car like breaks down, I can't get an Uber. If I like, I have zero money on my credit card and mm-hmm. savings when we were in the Bronx office. Because of the, <laughs> because of
2: the,
0: del- they were like, I, I have zero money. <laughs> I, that, yeah. They said that to them in the Bronx <laughs> office after I have zero money to my name right now. Maxed out credit card. And uh, there was double root canal out of nowhere. I was saving That's up to buy crazy. a wedding ring for Katie. And then I had to pay 10 grand. Um, maybe it was eight grand. I don't know. Anyway. And then before blitz about a three or something, they had to redo it because it, the cap came off and he was like, Hey, I did an x-ray. It's bad. Um <laughs> And one of the blitzball, I think it was blitzball about a three. I'd ask Sam; she would probably remember. I had to do the whole thing toothless, like back there, just like a you know, just a stump. And you feel grimy, like you feel. Yeah. Gross. Oh, I feel
1: grimy. I've been feeling grimy for six months. Yeah, I hear you. I understand. Um, that sucks. You know well, who can't afford as many root canals as he
0: wants? Bobby Wood Jr. Bobby Wood Jr. Yeah. And he should go get some. Just like exploratory. <laughs> now you got now. it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the Royals signed Bobby Witt Jr. To a massive 11 year, $288 million contract extension on Monday. There's a lot of funky options here. Um, one that I found interesting was that there's a team option at the very end to add three more years. Um, were $377.7 million, which would extend it to um, 14-year deal. Now, my counter to that, Trev, and then I'll get into my general okay. feelings once we understand the, how this contract is set up. When's the, his last opt-out? Because if he thinks they're going to hit that button, when is the last player his, opt out? His last 34. opt
2: out is twenty thirty four. One year before that <laughs> opt out. Okay, or so or if, if he's it's in ten
0: years, <laughs> so if he's good, like so that team option is kind of null and void.
2: It, it it would be seems like it won't come to that.
0: It would be if he has like an injury in year nine and ten, like a big injury, and then gets good in year eleven.
1: Like good in 2034. Yeah. Which will be his last yeah. year of this. I see what you're saying. So like, you know, he's saying my market value isn't what it used to be, but I did come off a good year. So the team wants to keep them there. It's, it's, this is so far down the road that we don't even, yeah, the, a lot of things can happen. Yeah.
2: But I'm ju- be, I just like
0: thinking through why they put these there, you know, it'd,
2: it'd be a three year, $89 million option is the total value on their multi-year team yeah. option. And the, the first year of those three years, he'll be thirty-five years old, which is an interesting. Area. I wonder what the exact circumstances would be for that to get taken up, or for Bobby Witt to let that. Well, not to get ahead changed. of
0: ourselves. How old is Tube right now? And he just got a five-year extension.
1: I think he's. I think he's uh, thirty-five. I believe. So it's almost a perfect. Excuse me. No, excuse me. 34. Thirty-three years, two hundred and seventy-seven days. I. Sh-
0: okay. How is he still this young? But it's similar, right? Like he'll be, in ten years, Bobby Witt will be yeah. thirty-three.
2: And where will money? Where and the money will exactly the, where? Yeah. And
0: the money will be higher. So, like, if he if he's good, and wants to keep playing, I think he's gonna grab that last player opt out so he can hit free agency before they can lock in three more years at that fixed number.
2: He could at least get himself like two more guaranteed years or something off that to so get a
0: five year deal yeah. at thirty three. Like Altuve is just getting.
1: Yeah, I, I know so, that's so not the way. Them,
0: it, yeah, the way it's structured.
1: Um, you know, they bought out uh three years, I believe, of his free agency before he has those player options. I think that's what it is. Because he's got one year, he's got yes. So in 2031, the player options are 35 million, 35 million, 35 million, 35 million. So 2031 through 2034, those are all player options. I gotta believe if Bobby was the kind of player that we think he is, and you know, he has all the Skill in the world to be, you know, an upper echelon Major League Baseball player. I just don't see how the contract A doesn't get restructured by that point, or B, he's off to greener pastures if the Royals haven't done what, you know, they're supposed to do and be competitive every single year. Like this guy in 2031 is going to be, is going to be what? He's going to be 30. Like looking for a brand new deal at that time. Like We'll see what happens with the money in baseball. There's a lot of shit going on with the regional sports networks and streaming and all that. Uh, at that point, it's it would be crazy to me if he wasn't actively looking for a restructure or maybe headed somewhere else. But I mean, look, that's so far in the future. I, I think the biggest thing that we need, the biggest takeaway for me is the Royals stepping up and doing this, man. Like really... I, I talked to Chris about this on, on baseball today. Like, they've identified him as the guy they want to lead their franchise. And that's not just on the baseball field. Like, they see this guy as, you know, he's a, a, effectively the CEO of the Kansas City Royals. Like, they want people to look at him, the players to look at him, and they want him, they want them to work like Bobby does. They want him to act like Bobby does. He's going to be at the forefront. He's going to be leading the charge. And, like, what? the organization stands for. So they they have identified at such a young age with this guy as this is this is our guy. And it, it just goes like so far beyond play on the field to, to to give a guy a deal like this. So I think we have to give you know, I think congratulations to Bobby on on you know, making them feel that way, the Royals uh, uh for identifying the kind of kid he was when they drafted him. Uh there's just a lot of cool things that go into this. This isn't just because he had a great second half last year. Like, there's so much more to it. And I'm happy that the Royals, especially where they're at right now, like, they decided this was a good time to do it because they want to get back on that track, man.
0: Yeah, I I love, love, love this deal because I feel like it, and there might be other examples of this, the Julio and, and some other ones that um, are good fits both ways, or three ways, I'm going to say three ways, I'm going to say owner, player, fan. So, like, yes. this is a, a deal that, uh, gets all three sides what they want and need. Be- but we have seen versions of this where you're kind of taking advantage of a young star, paying him less than what he'd make if he uh, got the free agency, like like significantly less, and then um, you kind of like hanging injury over his head. You know? Hey, take this, you might get injured, or you might not be good, anything can happen. And then these young guys... Grab it, and then they're you know Ozzy is getting paid like way less than he should be getting paid. Where you're like you're like oh come on like this stinks. Yeah. So my initial reaction was like oh it better be like not like a you know a, a injury hostage deal. But looking at the way they're doing it, um, he's getting two point seven mil for this year, seven point seven for next, and that goes in line with arbitration at present value. Like I think by the time he gets to our three in 2027 he'll be on this contract he'll be making 197 but the way inflation goes I'm guessing naturally he'd probably be at like 22 23 if he's a stud yeah if, yeah, if he's a stud yeah. if he's a stud but that's not terrible so that is like a a allowed give and take of like hey we're locking you in so we can't like pay you like what we think right the, the max max would be but then it goes to 35 like if he was a free agent now, this does fit present value in my head. And uh, like I said, I love this for the fans and baseball. Like this gives the Royals a face and a stud and a star. I think the sport it's regional. Let's not try to make it um, too national and have like what basketball has with stars leaving all the time. And you follow players more than you follow teams. Like baseball is a regional sport. You need your region to buy in, of why you want to watch. And now Bobby Wood Jr. is the star of the Royals, and you're going to tune in, and little kids that are 10 years old right now are going to grow up with him being the stud their whole formative years and part of their childhood if, if they watch baseball. So I, I absolutely love it. I think it's good on I think all three sides can win out really big here. Fan, owner, player.
1: I do I, I agree with you. that They're going to save some money in arbitration. I think the free agent years that they have him under certain control are... Uh, you know, I think get enough money for him at that point, And then he has the player options. I think, yeah, this is, I think this favors Bobby Witt immensely. Um, but they're banking on the fact that he wants to be the guy there yeah. and just stay there. Yeah. And their ownership, like from all accounts, from all accounts that I've heard, the ownership is is great and a place that you want to be. And, and I've said it before, like Kansas City, like when the team is good, when you put a product on the field and give them something to watch, some of the best fans of baseball. It's yeah. a lot of fun because they can tailgate. I'm telling you, that's, that is is one of the main reasons they're that good is because they can sit out there and tailgate and have a good time and make a day out of it. People, all other organizations, take a note of that, dude. Like you're you're short actively shortening games um, for the TV viewer. You're charging prices that are outrageous for freaking beer and, and concessions. You should like want people need to make a day out of it. It's like it's like trying to tell someone to go to Disneyland for two hours and spend all this money. It's like, no, dude, like I need to make a whole day out of this because I'm trying to get my money's worth. I think the ability to either A, have some sort of bar area around the stadium or B, be able to tailgate, which I think is better. That makes baseball so much more appealing to fans,
0: right? It's, uh, it's that or it's uh, be ac- uh, accessible to be in and out. Like Easily when we accessible to get when in there, like yeah. if you live in the city, um, now there's lines and shit, but you can take the train to the Yankee Stadium. Like we've worked, uh, you know, the first half of the day, gotten on the train, went to Yankee Stadium, watched the game, so true, came back, and then you, you don't have to make a day of it because you're easy in and out. But yeah, I know like Dodgers fans can't do that or like big parking lot. Fans well, they're
1: trying and, to. They have a they have a gondola, James. They're putting in. That's awesome. I think Ooh. it's gonna be ready for this this season. People are gonna
0: bang on that thing
1: after wins. <laughs> It's supposed to carry like a like a, a crazy amount of people to and from the stadium. I'm hoping okay. that really works All out right. for them, but awesome. I'm I'm just telling you, dude. This the best fan experiences are the places that tailgate. It re- they really are. It's yeah. Well, I mean, the Bronx, you're just
0: not tailgating there.
1: You're not tailgating at the Bronx no. are right about people. The, may they're, they're easily be, in and out of there.
0: There's like a sometimes there's like a bunch like five dudes grilling like hot dogs on you, like a, in the parking garage you can technically start
2: like, start tailgating. Yeah, I'm just going early and hang out. Watch batting practice.
1: They have that yeah. whole park next door to to Yankee Stadium, you know, where the old one was. Like, it would be cool if they, like, designated some of that area for tailgating. I don't know if they could. I
0: just don't think it's tailgating. I mean, the Bronx or, like, upper Manhattan is a tailgate. Like, when I lived up there, like, everyone. You'd walk
2: around the Bronx office. Like, there technically is tailgating happening. That's just
0: because <laughs> their, their hangouts are just out, like, shared space, the small apartment. Yeah. Like, in uh, a. Yeah, people would hang out. I lived out in, in Harlem, and it's just people. like. You know, it's, there's 20 different parties going on outside every single day. Ah, M- music, dominoes, like cookouts, all that shit. Um, good job by the Royals, and by that, uh, I liked that deal. Royals. I do want to
1: talk just quickly about Bobby Wood Jr. on the field. Um, you know, some of the improvements that he saw, you know, at the end of last year. Uh, he really turned it on. Obviously, first half was a little bit different. Seven forty-two ops during the first half. Mm. Second half nine oh six ops. The on-base percentage, which everyone kind of talks about with him, uh, went all the way up to three forty-three. Uh, so I, I believe that those areas that he's sort of deficient in, as far as like contact rate and um, or chase rate and like walk percentage, like those things are going to get better with experience. He's young. He's young. He's playing a great. Shortstop. I think he was like third in AL last year in defensive run saves for infielders, first in shortstops, like outs above average. Abs-
0: I thought he was yeah, good at the gold glove.
1: He's a stud. He's an absolute stud. There, um, there, his-
0: there is worry a little about, Um, you know, you don't usually play shortstop your whole career, you usually age out and move to somewhere else. That's fine. Also, he's a speedster. Like he steals a lot of bases and that declines. But sure. Usually that's like post thirty two. Like he's like the, the right? length of this he contract. A lot of time to do that. Like he, I don't think you're gonna have the you know the Carl Crawford like fall off of like speed changing the game and like running into injuries and stuff that you usually have with guys whose speed is a weapon. Yeah, I we'll, we'll I see how do. he
2: ultimately hits, but he has like true power. To hit thirty homers last year. Like he's he's not just like getting on base with his speed and his legs.
1: I do want last point on him. Another reason why it's like, I think this is great. The platoon splits are awesome. First righties, he's 800 OPS. First lefties, 862. Like I, I love that aspect when you have a guy that, you know, you have such a big uh, difference in your OPS versus, you know, a same side pitcher. Like, you know, you can get exposed. Like he's doing Well, He's uh doing well against right, well enough against right-handed hitters where you can just trust to just have him in line at one sixty-two every single year. So
0: who's the Boom. old? Who's the oldest? Was shortstop still in the game? Moved around. I just pulled up like Jose Reyes. You know he got big contract, but his numbers mm. in his very in his twenty through twenty-five years are fucking crazy. Yeah. Um. But he was oldest a, shortstop that's stuck there for a long time. That's playing now. But mm. gotta be car gotta be uh Brent uh, Crawford. Crawford. Yeah, Crawford. I've seen I was thinking JJ Hardy. He, he's he's in older the back than the day. He played shortstop. Um but oh even if they're not playing shortstop, like they were they were shortstop and
2: shortstop, now. you know.
1: Did Machado ever play shortstop? Only when uh oh, he, only that last the, year. In the
2: contract yeah. year he played the whole time with with Baltimore, yeah.
1: Imagine being J.J. Hardy and just being that good at shortstop, where they yeah. kick the guy over to third base.
0: Yeah, Crawford doesn't fit the model I'm talking about, like the stolen base, like fast, speed first, young shortstop. That's still, you know, because they do fade. Like, I'm not saying that. Yeah, of course. Like, but it's a difficult you know, position to play for sure, for sure. But I, but my, my good twist on this is they usually fade around thirty to 32 and Bobby Witt for this contract is younger than that for majority of it. So like, it's still really good. Yeah. I mean, Correa.
1: I'm excited for him this year. I know we're getting off track. I think he's in a fucking massive year and I'm pushing, don't tell the twins ownership this, but I'm going to be pushing for a Royce Lewis extension. Very, very much.
2: Nobody tell the twins.
1: Don't tell any, don't tell the twins ownership. I'm going to do that. You and they Cor- already know. You and Correa have a a
0: bold in common. GIDP. Yeah, it's my only one. <laughs> he, you led the league, and he led the league. Wow, he's only got Correa. Only has two bolds now. He's got some blue links. On his baseball reference. Only two bolds on his Some,
1: I like that. Some bolds and blue links. Yeah. The blue links are good. Blues. Couple MVP votes, that.
0: all-star game, gold Glover. So like the blues are good. The Bolds are led into ground in the double plays uh last year. And in twenty eighteen he uh led the league in sack flies. So like I thought there would be more bolds. Me. Carlos Correa, Armand Killebrew, just leading the league in Ooh. ground and double plays, Twins history. I like that. All right, let's go to Carlos Correa's old teammate, Jose Altuve. Do you want to do a uh, an ad for our shop while I step outside for 30 seconds? Yep, shop.johnboymedia.com. We just dropped a whole line of kind of vintage old-school shirts that are really cool. I bought myself uh, the New York one. They're cool. What are we calling this line? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. And I'd
2: hate to call it the wrong thing. It's one of the... City stores.
0: Vintage Collection. So it's got all your all your teams represented. The, uh, we there's have There's
2: a design inspired by your team. Yeah, we have uh, uh,
0: the Captain's League uh, warehouse jerseys on sale. The new JM Essentials line I like a lot. I just bought a bunch of new hoodies for myself. So if you want to go check out shop.johnboymedia.com and see what we've got, you can over there. Uh, and also, Blitzball Battle Four gets released uh, in eleven days, which is pretty close. Trev's in it. Trev plays with his brother, Marshall. Forgotten Rotten yes. Game Two. Game Two is Baggage. Jake and myself versus Trev and Marsh. Uh, so right. be ready for Blitzball Battle Four on the Warehouse Games Channel. All right, Jose Altuve, Trev.
1: Do the Jake. Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve.
0: I just hope. Feel Shout better, big Jake. guy. Yeah.
2: Feel better, big guy.
0: Five years, $125 million <laughs> contract extension. Yesterday, it's Altuve's third extension with Houston. Astro assigned Altuve to a four year, $12.5 million extension in 2013 and a five year, and fifty-one in March. 2018, so 20, eight, 2013, 2018, and now 2024, he signed extensions for $12.5 million, and then $151 million, and now $125 million. Um, the deal will start in 2025 and will take Altuve through his age 39 season money per year. Okay, so it's front loaded. So 30 million this year, 30 million in 30 million next year, 30 million in 2026, 30 million in 2027. The last two years drops down to 10 million dollars each, which will make it very easy to cut him if he's really not performing anymore and release Yeah, will. Yeah. You think they'll cut No, I don't think they'll ever cut him.
2: If they found themselves needing to, it's a cuttable sack.
1: Really, to need to cut ten after that point, I don't know. That's gonna that's gonna take a lot for them to
0: do that. Yanks did it with A. Rod.
2: They wouldn't be getting like the payroll relief of it. It would be. Yeah,
0: I don't think it's, it's payroll. I mean, they're re- not gonna. I, would I think it's it to eat it if he wants to retire. It. If he's not performing, like they can eat that, and he sure, doesn't play eat, for they, him. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, or, or or they can a, trade him uh,
0: or whatever. It's very light at the end.
2: Yeah, it's a justifiable like bench. Player salary. If the Astros aren't, if
0: the Astros aren't good and they want to go give him a chance to play in the postseason, you don't know, five years from now, I think the Astros still will be good. But I'm just saying it leaves a lot of wiggle room the last two years. They could have done this the opposite way. This is, again, great. This is a guy who should be an Astro for life.
1: He's going to be an Astro for Life. I don't see them trading him. I don't see him wanting to go anywhere. He's it's been he's been adamant about that. This is a guy that has Boris as his agents and has never reached free agency. Every single time he's about to, he signs an extension. That's not what Boris does. So he really is driving the fact home that he wants to be there. And yeah. why wouldn't he? That's I what mean. the
0: Astros said about Berkman too, Trev. But you know, Big Puma played in pinstripes. People forget.
1: Oh Atuve on the Yanks. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> Can you
1: imagine? The cheers in the Bronx for that guy. He's, the, he's like the perfect, I, I don't know, is, is there a better, in my opinion, I know he's always going to be clouded by 2017, but I like to make the point that he did not use the system or if they ever tried to use it with him, he didn't want it. He didn't want it. He, he benefited
0: make... from having the runners on base in front sure. of him
1: and the yes. hitters behind him. Yes, but from everyone that's come out publicly and said it, and guys that I've talked to personally, like they were saying he didn't want to do it. Now, there's the old... I don't even want to talk about this. I don't, we've talked about this so much. I want to talk about Jose Altuve. Just like everything that he does on the baseball field is awesome. And not only is it the numbers that he puts up, but I feel like he just gives hope to everybody. This dude's five, six. He's like... He has the second most postseason home runs in history behind Manny Ramirez. He's three behind him. He's gonna pass. He's gonna be the most prolific power hitter in postseason history. He's five six.
0: Yeah, and that's why you can get him till he's thirty eight because uh, you know a short's age better. Yeah, if you can do it yeah, while you're shorts short, you uh better. That's what they uh, say. Especially uh, hitters, pitchers, complete opposite. But <laughs> uh, I just but think hitters, he's, yeah.
1: I mean, hey, he's everything that you want.
0: This guy before. Like, in 2019, people would ask me, who's my favorite player to watch? That's not a Yang yet. Jose Altuve is who I'd always say. Now, it would start a bunch of shit because two uh, lame radio figures in Houston spread, told all of the people in Houston that I invented um, the buzzer stuff when I just, I heard Joel Sherman write about it in his article and Michael Kay talk about an ESPN the and then... Responded and said, "Oh, they're talking about this now." It's two guys who've been unfairly judged by the cheating scandal. You and Jose Altuve.
2: Two, two most unfair treatments of that whole thing.
0: <laughs> I still get it every single day. People think I like made it up. Oh, I know because yeah. that one you tweet. Didn't, you didn't
1: even the video that was just you talking about another article. Yeah,
0: no, it's the tweet. It was like a, it was a fake account that said they were Beltran's niece, and I quote-tweeted it, and all I said is, I've heard this as well. So I wasn't saying, like, look, this is, be- I heard it from them. Like, people have misconstrued the whole thing. Even though it was a fake tweet, the rumor was in it, and I was quote-tweeting and saying, I heard this rumor as well. And also, Joel Sherman reported it, and then ESPN. So that whole thing, I can't say Altuve is one of my favorite players to watch anymore. Because, yeah, it starts a whole shitstorm. But he is one of my favorite players to watch. And if you go back to any I, episode yeah. of like twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, I would say that he's awesome. I'll definitely say that he's he's amazing. I, I mean, I got to
1: lace him up against him, and just saw the cool. you talk about bat control. We were talking about that before the show. Uh, bat control with this guy's off the freaking charts, and that is a lost art in our game, and something that I wish you know more guys tried to have. And I know you're trying to put the barrel on the ball every time you swing the bat, but there was something different about l too. But I guess every player can't do that. You have to have a specific skill set. I mean, I don't know what his eyesight is, but this guy is... He's a wizard, man. He really is. You play him up, he'd never bunt. But sometimes he'd show it, so you'd have to play him up. You play him on the line, he hit it in the hole. You play him in the hole, he hit down the line. Like its It was nuts, man. So I, I just... I have so much respect for this guy. And I told you, James, that I was reading an article by Chandler Rome on The Athletic about this extension, just kind of researching for the topic today. And I came across this beauty of a paragraph that's going to really, I think, make you laugh. And we all know the story about uh, Jose going to a Astros tryout and getting sent home the first day because he was too short. They didn't want him there. He ended up coming back the second day anywhere, anyway because his dad's like, you're going to go back there. Mm-hmm. Chandler Rome's version of it is this. Altuve signed for $15,000 as a 16-year-old international free agent. The Astros sent him home from the first drought he attended due to his height, but he returned the next day at the behest of his father. Nice. Altuve hasn't left the organization
0: <laughs> since. And who wrote that article? Chandler Rome. And where's he from?
1: I don't know. He's a Houston beat writer. But he used the word behest, and now he's it is dead. like one of those things. Like It's it's a simulation, people. You put that out in the world, all of a sudden now I'm seeing the word behest.
0: He's from Louisiana. No chance he knows that word. <laughs> Sheesh. That's a Northeastern word. Uh, so do you know who has that same exact story? Who? Brett
1: Gardner. I love that. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, two, I mean I of the college. same
0: ilk. Yeah, at Brett Gardner's, he went to, like, his town had, like, five people in it. And we went to college tryouts and, like, didn't make the team. And his dad just said, go back. And he showed up the next day in uniform <laughs> and went back to practice. What? I didn't hear it. Yeah. What did you say, and coach?
2: Did, and yeah. didn't his dad, like, write a letter to the coach or something like, look, I know, you got to watch him in a game. You, you got to.
0: Yeah, it was something like that. Like uh, it was something like on he's on not going to impress you in these uh, like uh, drills. Like watch him play a game, which is like was Brett Gardner's like talent. Yeah. But yeah, Altuve is just you know people are shortest fuckers.
1: He's awesome. I'm curious, you know, his defense has gone down a little bit um, over the last I mean, couple years. Dude. But you pay him, you pay him to hit. You pay him to be a leader on your team. I feel like he makes the play when he needs to make the fucking play.
0: Let's get honest about his height for once in our lives too, because the old graphics used to say like five five, and now they say five seven. Uh, if you pull up an Astros game when they were the in the National League, like his rookie year, the graphics said like five five. Oh, so are they going the
1: opposite way with him?
0: They want to play up how short he is. I don't know what it is. Him the extra height. I don't. I don't know what it is. If I had to say anything, they should play up. Make him short. They shorter. should make him shorter. All of a sudden, he's gonna be five one. He's
1: five six on Baseball Reference. 5'6", 166.
0: Yeah, but I and that if that's his height, that's his height. But there's an old graphic of the. Huh, I wish I had it. I wish I knew how to find it, actually. I've seen it on Twitter. Where they had him listed at like
1: 5-4. That's interesting. This guy's accomplishments are off the charts. MVP, eight-time All-Star, two World Series, gold gloves, six-time Silver Slugger, three-times batting title, um, ALCS MVP, two-time Major League Player of the Year. Like, this guy's... He's a Hall of Famer, people. Whether you want... If you want to talk about that or not, this guy's going to be in the Hall of Fame. It's one of the best second basemen we've ever seen.
0: I mean, his playoff, like his... like. Uh Playoffs are uh, Uh, nuts. The early round home runs. I I forget the stat, but it's fucking awesome. He's an 851 career playoff
1: hitter. His OPS got 27 homers, 55 RBI. Like I said, he's three away from passing Manny Ramirez for most homers all time. That's what happens when you go to the ALCS seven years in a row. And it's just getting harder and harder to get back there with all the you know extended playoffs. They don't care.
0: So, what does this mean for Bregman? What does this mean for Tucker? Is that the next combo here? It's Framber, Tucker, Bregman are all coming up.
1: Uh, they have some of the younger guys who are still kind of like in the arbitration, the Hunter Browns, and that whole crew. Uh, so, yeah, I think they have to. I think they have to make a decision. Uh from what I read, and I don't know about this at all. Like it seems to me like Bregman will be will join the likes of the George Springers and the Carlos Correas and the Garrett Coles and the Grinkies to leave. Um and they'll
0: figure it out, man. I mean I thought there was a quote from Crane saying like they want Tucker. Uh but I forget, but I thought there was something like he said, No, we want to keep him around. Framber's sounds- probably out.
1: Crazy. I don't know. I would try to find a way to lock all these guys up, but I understand you can't. Some to somewhat. I mean, Alex Bregman, let me see. Like, what's what's he like? He's still just as good as ever. Yeah. (laughs) 29 years old. Put up an 804 last year on a down year. Still went 25 and 98. (laughs) Not bad. So. Yeah, they have some interesting decisions, and this this takes care of one that we you know we kind of thought this would happen. They, it doesn't seem like to me that Altuve would ever be the one to leave. They've constantly said that they wanted him to be an Astro for life, and he is going to be until
0: apparently he's going to the pinstripes. Uh, that comes from uh, Jimmy O'Brien, job boy. Well, no, no, said that. maybe that'd be cool, but uh, it'd be wild. I just said they said the same thing about Berkman, you know, and then they were bad, and they said go go chase a ring with those shitty Yanks. So, I'm trying to find this well, graphic of the height so hard. I don't know why I can't find it. Congratulations to Tuve and, and Astros fans and the Astros. Another three-time three winner here of a deal, I believe. I like it. You know, fan. and all those
1: Astros fans that just, like, won't fuck with us at all. Like, you know what? Each their
0: own. You don't have to. Some people do listen. And enjoy. I, appreciate I think if those they ever guys. listen
1: to us talk about their team, they'd be like, "Oh, that makes
0: a lot of sense." Like they're give us a lot of credit. I've never been anti Astros ever. That's the craziest thing. What a crazy time that was. Do you remember that? Like, yeah. I mean, Jake I don't like somewhere, the, you and the people I just that on and che- talking. The, like the people that cheated the system. That that was. I was anti that. But like, I mean, I, I like mean, before the them. scandal, I didn't have any ill will towards. The Astros, I thought they were an awesome story, and I liked Verlander and Altuve were my favorite people to watch. They always beat, they beat the Yanks in 2017.
1: They were that a little sucked. corny. There's some corniness. Bregman was corny.
0: Bregman actually has been helped by the scandal because he was getting into a level of, like, WWE corny villain. Maybe he would have went so far that way we would have loved it. I don't know, man. He could never
2: Maybe. know. Even funny. They're literally just annoying, like oh, they keep beating us, stuff. and all that but.
0: stuff. When they found when you found out they were
2: doing that, was like, uh,
0: uh, oh, that guys. turned
1: it to ooh. guys, ultra, uber cringe, yeah. But and me, me and, and, and brains are tight now.
0: Yeah, I guess. And the the shit where after they would, they would, they would fucking use the system in 2017. They would send a a player to the clubhouse the next day and tell them the pitcher was tipping.
1: Yeah, I remember
0: that. A pitcher told us that, and then also Archer um, report like shared that was it Archer. was it an athletic card, I think it was Archer. That was like that was that was really fucked up. So I'm anti all of that. I'm just saying before it came sure. out, I had no like bias, didn't know those things. Um, sucks. All right, and then oh, last thing of the show right here, the inevitable has happened. Kershaw's back. Way to go. The
1: greatest hedge or the greatest advantage maybe in baseball is the fact that the Dodgers just get to sign this guy. Although this time has an option
0: for him in 2025, but they get to keep signing this guy back to the rotation. What's the deal, Jim? Set to return for a 17th big league season. Oh, he isn't expected to be available until sometime next summer after undergoing surgery on his left shoulder.
1: No, he's going to be like this, this summer,
0: 2024.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: Next summer. Get him. I mean, like from October when he had it.
1: I mean, even, why this is important for Even the Dodgers, if he was it, healthy,
0: I
2: wouldn't rush him. Yeah.
1: Why this is important for the Dodgers is they have a, a ton of guys in the rotation, a bunch of depth, but a lot of either inexperience or injury history. So, like, they're, that's kind of the play they've had over the last, some of the last years is like, let's just get a bunch of depth. We understand, like, there's going to be injuries, and maybe we don't have a bunch of guys that can throw over 180 innings, but we have enough depth, whether it's at the top of our minor league system or, you know, swing men in the bullpen, whatever it may be. Like, they just they have guys now, and they've needed it because you got, Yamamoto's at the top of your rotation. They were pitched in the big leagues before. Bueller's coming off of uh, surgery. Um, Bobby Miller's a young guy. Tyler Glasnow's an injury kind of guy. You know, like, They have enough now. I think that we always knew this was going to happen. Um, you know, there's always rumblings about the Texas Rangers with him, but I think he's another guy that's just going to be in this uniform for the rest of his life. And this just, man, like I said, like, he gets so disrespected and his last playoff appearance didn't help because they came out, the diamondbacks just came out and smoked him again. But like what he's done in the regular season, you can't compare to like literally anyone. Like he might be the best left handed pitcher, like one of the best ever.
0: I ever people. I know. The playoff shit sucks. I wish he It shoved. sucks, I, dude. And last year's like, ugh. I wish he shoved. But yeah, the regular season. Numbers are incredible. They're incredible. Talk about bold.
2: A lot of bold. One of my, I said this on Wake and Jake to Jake yesterday, not here today. Feel um, better, big guy. Feel better, big guy. One of my earliest memories after going full-time was in the RV. Uh, I remember Jake and Trev were debating, like, oh, is Kershaw start, starting to fall off, starting to decline performance-wise? I, mean, and I think then,
0: Jake you would say that. Sometimes.
2: Yes. Jake was saying that sometimes and Trevor's adamantly no. And I've always been adamantly in the, no. Like, in the four seasons that have been played since then, one of them's 2020, a shortened season, sure. Uh 300, 438 innings and a two six seven ERA. Yeah.
0: I I, <laughs> I hated that when uh like the collective. It was like twenty nineteen, he had a he had a ERA in the threes for the first time. It was three oh three. <laughs> no one's like uh-oh it's like what are you talking about
2: the yeah, ra plus was like not elite 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 for two consecutive years when there was juice balls by the way and then
0: yeah it's like a bald guy growing <laughs> one follicle of hair and being like oh i don't know not bald anymore it's like oh, he's still still bald that doesn't change anything he's very good and yeah, it's interesting how he's been able to do it. His,
1: you know, the velocity's obviously declined a bunch. I think he's averaging like eighty nine miles an hour with his fastball. So he's got the, the slider going. People really think about Kershaw with like the big old curveball. Now it's more like that cutter slider thing. He's able to change speeds with it. He's. I like when pitchers, you know, um, have to change. You know, as they get older, most guys have to do that because yeah, the velocity goes down. You got to become more of a a pitcher, make adjustments. Like I, I think it's so cool that he's been able to maintain his level of excellence. Excellency. Specifically during the regular season,
0: uh, while having to make all these adjustments, man. I'm just... How come you don't have an in with him yet? I do. I'm sure if I need it. Well, you're your best friends with his best friend from childhood.
1: I don't know. I think he. I think he lives in uh, like in the offseason. I think he's in Texas. I'm pretty sure.
0: Man, do they not talk anymore? You ever, you ever ask? You want? Do you want me to like do like a three way date or something? I mean, I'm just saying. I'm sure there's gonna be a time this summer where Matthew and I are gonna go watch Clayton pitch together. Okay. I'm on NBClosangeles.com and it says, uh, you know, are Stafford and Kershaw still friends? Oh. And I'm trying to figure it out. I yeah. think maybe did I kick him out? You did you replace him?
1: I think I might have, yeah.
0: Let's see. No,
1: he I, I would love to hang out with Clayton. I've actually never really like sat down and talked to him. I'm wondering if
0: you've heard from Clayton, and if so, uh, what has he said about yeah, I talked to Clayton the other day. Um, you know, he's uh, he's excited for me. Uh, which I okay. Appreciate, talked uh, to him the other day. Clayton? Is that what they refer to him? Like? Kirsch. Kirsch. Okay. Yeah. That makes me feel better. Clayton? Yeah. Hard to I say Clayton's a good Clayton. a name from the South. You need to say it with an accent. You need to, like. It's weird if Clayton? You, know, you need to drag out that L a little. Clayton? Yeah. Clayton, possible. All
1: do right. Have the numbers on this? There's no numbers out on it yet. No, think. they never. They don't do
0: that. They
1: don't
2: need to do well, numbers. Well, There's actually, something they,
0: going on. This got leaked because the physical's not even done yet, and he's going through injuries. So, how do you do the physical? So, whenever something gets reported, and little insider tip here, whenever a trade or a signing gets reported before the physical, that usually means it didn't come from Passen or Rosenthal because they're professionals. Respect the industry. Because uh, one time Jake and I had a, a Yankees deal. And we like texted Jeff. And he was like, well, yeah, we have that too, guys. But the physical's not done, so be fucked up. And that was when I said, I'm not going to break news anymore. You know, no, when they news when they say stay in your lane, I'm just going to do it. Because it turns out, I don't know the the way it works. Yeah,
1: breaking news is for the birds you oh, got it all Jeff take the whole thing
2: only thing we know about the deal and Trev mentioned it before is there's just that there's some sort of second year option on it unclear if that's a straight up player option if that I, it, that's I think it's they said player number, option yeah I think it's
0: whatever. like let's let's agree to talk again
2: yeah So then <laughs> he can do whatever he wants it's, it's not a straight up one year deal yeah all we know yeah all what right
0: need. that's the episode we appreciate you guys very much <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to the channel if you uh, enjoy that. And get ready because Team Profile Projections are coming up soon.
1: Jake sucks. Feel better, big guy. Feel better, big guy. (laughs) As I pat him on top of his head. Yeah. Aw. Feel better, big guy. (laughs) Some of us are built different, Jake. You ain't one of them.